Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you feel like working with people all the time can get you down, where you feel a little bit exhausted, where physically, mentally, emotionally, it is sucking your energy? Well, stick with me because in this week's episode, I want to continue our conversation into the people leadership shifts by helping you to be able to stay strong, and navigate this thing called working with people. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Leadership and Sustainable Performance Coach. And today I want to continue our conversation around the nine crucial shifts that every leader needs to make so that they can thrive and survive in all areas of their life by moving into the people leadership areas. And what I want to do is help you to build your resilience. So over the last few weeks, we've been talking about these nine crucial shifts. We talked about the three faces of leadership being personal leadership, professional leadership, and then people leadership. And we learned that it's more to be a leader than to just have skills to get people to do what you want them to do. It starts with your own inner certainty and your own personal leadership. It then steps into being able to get the results that you need from your own output. And now we want to unpack over the next three weeks, those three crucial areas of people leadership. So resilience is a word that's been thrown around a lot. And it's one that's also misunderstood. And in my opinion, it's mistaught sometimes. People seem to think of it as hardening up. It's all part of this hustle and grind mentality of just keep going, be strong, just keep pushing through. But I know from my own personal experience and from working with thousands of people all around the world, that that is a lot easier said than done. In fact, my experience is that it's even harmful to think this way. Resilience is about being able to propel yourself forward out of adversity. So it's being able to navigate through a particular situation and take out of that things that can help you moving on. It's not about hardening up. It's not about eating some uh, concrete and toughening up those things can be very, very damaging to your health. Now, when we look at resilience in the context of our people leadership, the shift that we're going to talk about here is to go from being stressed all the time to being strong. We all wear stressed as a badge these days. Yes, I'm stressed. And stress is a, a good thing. There's a type of stress called eustress, which we need to be able to operate. What we're talking about here is distress. We're talking about uh, unhealthy stress. Stress, it's at the, the point where it is damaging your ability to perform 
And in my case, uh, it can really get to a point where you go through physical and mental burnout. So there are certain things that we need to look at when we are putting this resilience into the context of working with other people. So to kick that off, I want us to understand there are different types of resilience. So resilience is not just physical resilience, the ability for the body to be able to move forward, the ability to be able to, even in the midst of those circumstances, to adapt and change and heal itself and move forward in whatever it is you're doing. And physical is really, really important. But for me, I found when we are talking about working with people, that there are other types of resilience which are a lot more pertinent. The first one is emotional resilience. Remember back in identity, we talked about emotional intelligence, and that's the ability for yourself to be aware of your emotions and to be able to navigate them, not manage them, but utilize them and come out the other end with healthy behavior. But when we are working with people, I find, and I know you do as well, this can be really challenging because we've got our script, but they haven't got our script and therefore they've got their own way of navigating their emotions. So emotionally, our interactions with people can be depleting. I don't know if you've ever felt emotionally drained. I know I have. And a lot of times that comes in all the conflict that can come in working with other people. So building up your emotional resilience is all about going back to that emotional intelligence, that self-awareness and self-management, being able to recognize the meanings that you're putting on things that they're saying, being able to go right down into your identity and go, where am I being a roadblock here? And where am I creating my own emotional stress? The next area is mental resilience. Mental resilience is all about that mental drain that can come from decision fatigue. Whenever we work with people, we're constantly making decisions. We're constantly trying to be who we need to be for them. You know, all these things. And just like the emotional resilience, we need to be able to be strong in our mental capacity as well. To do that, we need to be able to do things to build that up. We need to be able to go outside the bounds of what we do for a living. And we need to be able to do things that will help us to stay mentally strong. You know, there's many things that you can do. And when I'm working with clients, I give them a smorgasbord of ideas that work. And what we know from neuroscience is a help. And some of them would fit and some of them don't. But for me, I love to listen to music. I love to get out in nature. I love to read and challenge myself and keep my brain and my thoughts and critical thinking muscle being built all the time. But it's important to give yourself space to be able to do that. And once again, that goes back to your identity. That goes back to being able to be okay with self-care. 
And then the fourth area of resilience is social resilience. And this is the resilience that we really want to work on here. This is being able to be a part of the world, the human being community, and see all the good and the not so good that goes on in that, to be listening and involved in conversations around different uh, topics that you may not feel comfortable about. It's about being able to navigate your time and energy that you're putting in with other people in a way that's mutually beneficial and it increases your energy more so than decreases it. So resilience, as we said, the shift is going from stress to strong. And there's a lot of things that we can look at in terms of how we can reduce and manage our stress. But the biggest one for me, and we've talked about this before, is that saying that says there's no problem around what happens to you in life. It's what you make that mean. And for me, the stress that was coming in my life was around how I interpreted and decoded what other people were saying to me, what they were expressing, what I was seeing. And that, in that internal dialogue, that conditioning that you and I both have, that going around and being filtered and distorted by all those past experiences, that can create a lot of mental stress. That can create a lot of physical stress and conflict. So this is a key shift that you and I need to make when we're in that area of people leadership. You see, leading people is not easy. There are some simple concepts and things that we can apply, but remember, we had a conversation about this when we were talking about personal leadership. Most of us find that we are the hardest person to lead in our day-to-day -day life. Throw in some other people who are different to us, who have their own uncertainties, their own way of looking at things, their own ways of operating in those three universal fears of not being enough, not belonging, and not being loved. Put all that together and no wonder there's some stress. So instead of just learning the skills of how to lead people, we want to make sure that we build and continue to grow in our resilience. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week as we go into the next shift, which is all about what I believe is the most relevant part of everything that we do in life, and that is our relationships. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.